Seasonal insights, leveraging positive consumer news as summer winds down. Hi, everyone. David G here with you for the Power Sports Business Insider Podcast. This is number five in the Synchrony Insights edition, uh, talking about intelligence and insights focused on consumers. This is the fifth in a series of six and joining us as he always has the AVP of sales for outdoor from Synchrony Financial. It is Charles Smith. Welcome, Charles. Hey, David. Glad to be back. Yeah. Well, we're now kind of cruising into fall. Time to shift gears. The, the peak summer rush has cooled down at power sports dealerships. But with that changing season comes new opportunities to, to dominate the market and, you know, just kind of dive into a new post peak approach which is which is different than than in in the the rush of the summer so let's talk about consumer research navigating the online customer journey and and getting insights from your manufacturer reps on on the upcoming model releases so uh so what do we need to do uh charles to to get us firing on all cylinders and and help uh dealerships heat up even as the temperature begins to drop you know, I think it's pretty neat uh, timing that we're, you know, we're easing into the seasonality of the business. It's starting to slow down a little bit. Uh, you know, we're, we're phasing out of summer peak selling um, for the first time post-COVID, really, post-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, last year, this time, we were facing inventory shortages. This time, we've got decent supply. We're getting 2024 models rolling into dealerships. And, um, you know, over the last couple of podcasts, we've talked about, you know, just kind of the, the ebb and flow of what's happening with consumer sentiment, uh, concerns, you know, all these issues uh, that that we've been facing. And, and then the great news is that now we're we're looking at positive news coming in, in that front. Uh, you know, inflation concerns are easing. It's not making every headline like it was. I mean, we spent nearly an entire podcast just just dealing with that. Now that's a little bit in our rearview mirror. Um, but overall, you know, consumer outlook is is definitely improving, uh, which is which is a very positive thing for, for our customers and and our dealerships. I was looking at some of the numbers that that you provided me. 69% of consumers have a positive outlook for next year, and that's up a whopping 17% from a year ago. So that is really good news that the consumer outlook is improving. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know that you know, touching on some of the synchrony research too, I think the uh, the R word kept coming up. You know, we kept hearing forecasts for a looming recession, recessions coming, recessions coming, and here we are. You know, months and months down the line, and and that those fears, you know, kind of like the consumer outlook, the fears of that have have dropped tremendously. Uh, you know, now just thirty four percent are are very extremely concerned. Uh, you know, about a recession, and and that's down 21%. So, you know, huge swings of improvement, positive outlooks, um, you know, which all bodes well for for the power sports business. You know, bad news tends to travel fast and, yeah. uh, you know, the good news tends to be a little bit slower. But, you know, with with the stats we just shared, you know, from the synchrony research, there's positive news out there. And, and even within the marketplace, uh, you know, industry publications such as power sports business, mm-hmm. you, you look at market indicators and what's happening uh, and there is positive, positive news out there. And I think being, being knowledgeable and be able to speak to that, both to the consumers and to the staff in a dealership really helps their, uh, you know, eases their concerns that, you know, maybe they saw a bad news headline this morning 
but that wasn't the whole story or, or that was only a small piece of what's, what's happening. Uh, being able to share this, this information and this positive outlook, um, it really puts, puts customers at ease. I mean, we're talking about, you know, for most people, these are large ticket items. They're, they're big expenditures that are planned for, um, you know, we've kind of talked about that customer journey in the past. And, you know, if we can help eliminate some of those, those concerns and fears to, to make that purchase, uh, it, it could lead to more sales. It could lead to more, uh, you know, people wanting to say yes um, because they, they feel better about it. Especially when you look out on the products, you know, on the showroom, there's never been a better time. You know, they're, the, the offerings from all the manufacturers, they're cutting edge. They've got, you know, great selection. And uh, so so why, why bring that into the conversation uh, in a negative way when we can share positive news? Right. The first post-COVID after peak season, I had to stop and think for a minute, is, is that right? And it's like, wow, that that's kind of, uh, that, that was news to me. I hadn't really thought of it in, in that respect, but it does bring more opportunities. And one of those opportunities is that manufacturers are, are now getting a little more creative with their promotional offers. Uh, so talk about some of the more trend, the other trends and, and tips for selling after the peak season here. Yeah. So, I mean, as you know, David, we work with a lot of manufacturers manufacturers and uh, you know able to to offer their promotions through synchronous financing uh you know programs with our OEM partners and and what we're seeing uh from a lot of different manufacturers are a little more creativity is going into um you know into those offers um we in some ways we can kind of look to auto at, at some similar offers where maybe it's a low rate finance offer in lieu of a cash rebate discount, you know, whatever, whatever the manufacturer's titling that, uh, you know, that cash incentive. Um, so there, there becomes some, a little bit of confusion. Uh, we need to slow down and kind of make sure that we're understanding what those, those promotional opportunities are and really understanding what the, what benefits the customer best um, and, and be aware of, uh, of, of what those offers are and, and share that information, you know, make sure the staff is fully aware. So we don't run into any confusion, both with, you know, internally, uh, at the dealership or, you know, with the customer interaction there itself. I know that, that I've heard from, from dealers that, that some of these OEM offers are, are, and either or you can choose this one or you can choose this one, but oftentimes you can't double them up. So I, I like that notion of I talk about becoming a, a sales detective and and uncovering things in, in the formal sales interaction. Uh, and, and you talk about that as well to, you know, discover how the customer is going to pay and then guide them to that best promotion so that they can get the most bang for their buck including financing options in those conversations as you're doing your detective work. Uh, Cause you know, I've been in this industry a long time retail, you know, a couple, couple different sides of the counter, so to speak. And, and it's, it's always amazing that, you know, sometimes we, we assume the customer knows more than what they do. You mm -hmm. know, if we don't have uh, you know, we've, again, we've mentioned it in the past, if we don't have, uh, you know, mention or signage for financing available, that that's not in our conversation. Consumers may not know. They, they may just flat out think, oh man, how do I need to go to my bank? Do I need to pay cash? Am I going to pay a credit card? Um, so making sure that, you know, the sales staff and any, any point of interaction with that consumer that we're talking about, you know, financing is available so that we're planting that seed. And then from there, like you said, you know, kind of unpack the whole conversation with the consumer and what, what works best for them. Um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times financing is going to be a great solution mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. uh, other times it's not. 
um, you know, it, it could have that situation where, um, you know, large rebate, maybe a trade in uh, allows for that. But even then, you know, you want to you want to uncover what what fits that customer the best and make sure financing is included in that conversation. Well, we know that obviously 2024 models are are being released. They're they're making their way to uh, to dealerships and showrooms. And one of the things that that I'd like to that I've heard you talk about, because as you said, you've been on all sides of of the table and the transaction, but it doesn't always have to fall on uh, the sales manager or the dealer principal to educate staff about new models that OEM reps can play a part as well. Talk a little bit about how they can do that and and in the role that they can play in this process. Yeah, you know, typically your OEM rep is going to be very knowledgeable of the products that they're they're representing. Uh, they're going to be presented with opportunities to touch and feel the product sometimes before uh, dealers or or other dealer staff. So, you know, taking and harnessing that knowledge that they have, um, you, you definitely want to get that. There's there's insights that may be available um, to be communicated out to the sales staff regarding you know consumer demographics. Like if it's a new motorcycle, mm-hmm. it, it comes out maybe. As, as a motorcyclist myself, I don't ride every single product out there. I have certain categories that I enjoy mm-hmm. more than others. And maybe I see a new model. I'm like, man, who is that built for? Well, who better to ask than the OEM rep? You know, tell me about this model. Who's the yeah. demographic? Who's the typical buyer? And, and help me understand maybe what accessories might go along with that purchase. Um, you know, if it's a new on-road product, are we more focused on adventure riding? Is this more touring? You know, help me understand, uh, you know, who that target audience is. And as a salesperson too, that that really lets me go back into my Rolodex of sort, you know, go back into my archives and say, hey, that's a great bike for this customer. Maybe I should reach back out to them. So it really creates some prospecting opportunities and then gives you more insight than typical just, you know, uh, industry reviews where they typically focus on performance or, uh, you know, features, the mm-hmm. OEM reps can give you a broader sense of, of, you know, who that bike or that power sports vehicle is targeted for. So definitely leverage, uh, leverage them. It could even be leveraged in role play, um, you know, mm-hmm. helping training from a different perspective. Um, you know, most dealerships uh, that have a role play or training process include role play. Um, mm-hmm. Why not bring another person and ask them? Um, it's, it, it brings a different approach and, and it could help really, um, uh, empower your your sales staff uh, further. Unit sales are the bright shiny object for everybody, right? We 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 want to move those. But as we have talked about in in all four previous synchrony podcasts, we know that there are opportunities uh, to tie gear and parts and accessories, aftermarket stuff into that that vehicle purchase, whether it's it's new or used. I think mm-hmm. that you have a new uh, uh, loan package to be able to tie gear, parts, and accessories into that vehicle purchase in one package. Talk about that if you would. Yeah. So we recently, uh, about a month ago now, some, uh, back in August, we updated our advanced structure mm-hmm. and, and really simplified it to kind of really meet what the market is asking for, what the consumers are asking for. Um, you know, when a new product is released, there's typically a host of, of uh, uh, accessories and options that are available for it. Uh, consumers are... Uh, you know, the machines are getting complicated. So sometimes maintenance, uh, upkeep, things like that. There's packages available in a dealership that a consumer wants to roll all of that into one loan 
with our new all in advance structure, uh, we've really sped up and, and the decisioning process and we're allowing um, additional items to be rolled into one loan from bolt-on accessories mm-hmm. to their back-end products, extended warranties, obviously your taxes and title and, and, and things like that. But it, you can also include the riding gear, the safety gear. Um, you know, if it's, if it's uh time for a new helmet and jacket with the, with a new motorcycle, great. We can look at rolling that and capturing it all into one loan. We're beginning to see some right sizing, you know, uh, some normalizing quotation marks between supply and demand and some of those additional fees, freight costs, destination fees, other surcharges are, are beginning to, to soften. But I, I know that, we can't fall into that trap of thinking that we can just suddenly revert to the old normal. Uh, I was just at a, in Cal, uh, Colorado recently, was at a large outdoor store and I asked the, the manager, I said, how is business? And he said, it's off about 20% from a year ago, kind of, you know, or, or the peak of the pandemic, but we have to bear in mind, we have to keep perspective. We're really back to, uh, where we were just pre-COVID, and that was a really good year. So we have to be careful about kind of how we, uh, you know, look at at metrics and sales figures, and and know that you know not falling into the trap of thinking that we can simply revert back to the old normal. <laughs> it's a new normal, and who knows what that looks like? There, there might be a new normal uh, tomorrow, next week, next month, but. Uh, uh, it is it is a changing environment, isn't it? You bring up a good point too. It's very difficult to benchmark and comp against anomalies. Um, you know, when we look at these these huge blips on the radar, to go back and look and say, hey, what what caused that? What created that? Mm-hmm. Can we repeat that? And and the answer in this case is is not likely. Uh, but you know that that yeah. nineteen performance, that tw- early twenty twenty performance. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at that and where that trajectory went, I think we can also tie that into where business was. If we kind of roll the clock back to 2018, 19, right. we look at the the largest mass merchants in the country, your your big box home improvement stores mm-hmm. is, is where my mind goes. And you think about, you know, they were kind of driving and leading consumers, uh, maybe not even leading, maybe cons- they were following suit and what consumers were looking for and the ability to do business. And then we hit the 2021, 20, 22, change the consumer has changed now they've they're expecting um you know some of this different way to interact this different way to do business um so i think in some ways it's sped it up but um it's it's also changed in the sense that you don't just walk into a power sports dealership anymore and make a purchase um typically you know we again we've talked about it you're doing research online you're doing these other things but that's not the only way to transact um you know today the consumer can make the purchase online. Uh, there, there's multiple ways that they can go about doing it. So, you know, if you 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 might make the 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 deal over the phone on the internet, and you're picking it up in store. Maybe you pick it up in store uh, after you've been in store. Maybe you popped in Saturday with a friend. You see a new new unit. Great. You do a kind of a quote traditional transaction. Um, but if but if I'm a consumer and I and I come in and then later on I follow up with a phone call or want to handle this over the internet, have it delivered. These are all real options that that we expect now as consumers. Mm-hmm. Don't fight it. I, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, take take the direction the the consumer wants to go and make sure you're prepared to be able to transact in that way. You know, online continues to be a vital part of that purchase path. We we know that regardless of of what other factors are are involved and. Again, customers want 
choices. I, I like that Synchrony can actually partner with the dealer and slot in those different financing solutions at every step of the purchase journey. Talk about that and, and all yeah. the options that you offer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, touching, I guess, on the, uh, on the, the quote traditional, um, you know, it, you still have that ability um, to walk into a dealership, work with a salesperson, apply for a loan, handle the paperwork, have it printed, sign it with an ink pen. Nothing's really changed there. That's still an option. We've got the ability now for what we call deapply, where a consumer can go online, sitting at home, wherever they may be, taking a taking a rest, pull up an application on their cell phone, their desktop, laptop, anywhere they're anywhere they have you know connectivity. Go ahead and apply for the unit that they want. Pick the dealer of their choice, and and go and transact there. Um, we leverage DocuSign. Um, it's a pretty widely used e-signature process now, so we have that ability for the customer to, uh, you know, and the, and the dealership really to, to kind of save paper and save the ink of the signature. Have that done uh, in a, in a different kind of way, um, and then even further you know, to help support that after the sale um, or even additional options, maybe on a cash deal, we have the Synchrony Outdoors credit card that helps with additional purchases for accessories and clothing, service, things of that nature. So really all the bases for all those ways to, ways to transact, Synchrony has a solution there to help the dealership and really empower that that consumer uh, to, to broaden their, their purchasing power. I know that one of the things that I always hear about with every article and conversation related to sales and the future of sales, whether it be you know retail, brick and mortar, online, is experiential. Everybody wants an experiential <laughs> uh, uh, experience. And I don't know that we can always provide that, but we can always provide an exceptional shopping experience, can you? Whether, whether that's online or in person. So that is something we can control. So talk about the wow factor and and, and how a, a dealership can do that, whether it's in person or, or virtually. I, I think it starts with, you know, setting those expectations that um, every transaction, every interaction needs to provide that wow. Um, but also understanding wow that wow experience can mean different things to different people. So an in-person transaction uh, versus say an online. So online, I typically am looking for, you know, quick and easy, you know, what, what provides me that solution? There's a reason I'm trying to transact online. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if it's in person, I'm looking for expertise and courteous, uh, you know, service, somebody that's uh, really, really going above and beyond or, or providing expertise that, that I don't have. And so I want to be wowed in, in that factor, but, or in that way. But, um, you know, I think, I think looking at it from an online digital internet experience, you know, some dealerships, a lot of dealerships probably don't have an internet sales department. Um, you know, but what they do need to be cautious of, um, is that, we're catering to that consumer type. You know, we talked about all these ways to purchase and, and half of those ways begin with an online internet digital uh, connection with a consumer. Um, so having, having folks that are dedicated within the store to provide mm -hmm. that wow and that attention, um, you know, we, we've all had those situations. Uh, I shouldn't say, oh, I, I know I have anyway, where I've sent an inquiry in uh, for a purchase of, a, of an item in days pass before yeah. I hear back. Well, Often I, I've checked out, I'm on to the next, either I made the purchase or I've decided to move on in a different direction. So, you know, having, having that attentive, quick response 
is, I think we all know it's key. Yeah, it is. I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to talk about response rate. Uh, as power sports enthusiasts, we love speed. And when it comes to, uh, you know, chats and, and lead generation, everything else, uh, you know, speed uh, is critical as well. So uh, let's go the other direction, <laughs> a slowdown in the selling season. We're on the other side of Labor Day presents opportunities. Uh, and one of those is to kind of get back to basics, brush up on the fundamentals that that maybe during the, the busy, busyness of the, the peak of the summer kind of get, uh, you know, fall by the wayside. Talk about some of the ways that, that dealerships can keep abreast on changes to the economy, these changing consumer habits that we've been talking about and everything else that, that comes at them. I think it's important to to make sure too that you know when we talk about the slowdown, you know, it's not necessarily in a negative way. It right, creates right. new opportunities, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we have seasonality in the in the business. You uh, February typically is much slower than June in, in most parts of the country. So, you know, as we're approaching fall, it's it's typically you know based on that seasonality, the business is a little bit different. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming at us. We talked about new model releases and leveraging our our OEM sales reps to to help with that, but. There, there is so much information out there, whether it's you know power sports business, uh, finding articles internally from your manufacturers, from within Synchrony. We have we have training portals that provide a lot of information and data uh, in our Synchrony Learning Center um, that really helps with with general knowledge of financing tips and tricks, things of that nature. Um, the podcast like this, like this, is a great opportunity uh, to to gather some information to share the. And learn from the the research that Synchrony is doing and these conversations that you and I have um, here this fall, the Accelerate Conference. Uh, it's going to be in Dallas. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be going again this year. I've I've spoken with quite a few dealers, and uh, we've got some really neat things planned from from Synchrony perspective. But looking at the agenda, there's there's amazing speakers that are providing uh, you know almost peer to peer best practices. Yeah, yeah. Um, in addition to to leaders of the industry. Um, are going to be there providing this information. Uh, our team's got some neat stuff planned, so uh, more more to come there. But that'll be definitely a a, a must see uh, experience. The, and and of course, there's other conferences and events that are happening. Mm. Uh, so we always have these abilities to 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 focus in on how and where we can learn even further. Um, you know, we can look at the macro easily by looking at you know, the news, reading certain publications. But when we drill down into power sports, uh, we still have plenty of opportunities out there for the dealers and the staff to learn from. Well, you mentioned the speakers that are are coming to Power Sports Business Accelerate. You are among them. So I'm looking forward to your session. That's November 6th and 7th at the Weston Gallery in Dallas, Texas. You can go to the Power Sports Business uh, website to get the full agenda and more information and how to register. So uh, if you've enjoyed these podcasts, would like to to see and hear Charles in person, I'll be there as well. But uh, Charles is likely a bigger draw than me. Uh, be sure and, and head to Dallas uh, in about two months time. I know that that you're, we're talking about resources. You can also ask uh, access the Synchrony Learning Center for some training and tips. Talk a little bit more about that. Fun, interesting timing. I was uh, speaking with a dealer in the DFW area this morning with some new staff and walked them through a couple uh, little tips and tricks and, and pointed them toward the learning center. And the the staff that I dealt with wasn't familiar with that. It's, it's often, um, you know, we're, we're in the system, our, our portal where dealers, uh, you know, work with us directly doing applications and contracts and funding all the day-to-day business. Um, sometimes we forget about the, uh, the extra opportunities that are within that. 
Um, so the Learning Center really provides, uh, you know, a great platform, mm-hmm. not just for finance department people, but we talk about how finance is important with every person in the dealership. So having some general understanding, we start with very basic information and we tend to go, uh, we, we can go much deeper uh, in that in those training sessions and, and the information that's available within that learning center. One last couple of, 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 of tips or, or takeaways, and that is a couple of opportunities, vehicle maintenance and winterization. Sometimes we're not thinking about those things likely, you know, during the the peak of the summer, but now uh, we've talked about, you know, aftermarket, the pro shop gear, accessories. Now we can also be thinking about maintenance and winterization. Talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, during the, the peak summer service department season, sometimes dealerships get backed up a little bit, maybe a major repairs needed that the consumer's not quite ready for, or, you know, David, you and I have talked about having, you know, on the Marine side of things and, and with a boat or a personal right. watercraft, uh, you know, in most markets, you need to winterize those right. for uh, for storage purposes, freezing or not. Right. Like there's still corrosion activities and, and stale gas to deal with and things yeah. like that. So it's a preventative effort. Um, you know, with our with our sinking outdoors card, it really helps make that that expenditure uh, fit the budget a little better for the consumers. Um, you know, some of these repairs get expensive, uh, even general maintenance that maybe somebody's put off for a little bit. So having that opportunity to look at your slowdown in the service department as well and plan and schedule out some of the service to help through the winter to drive volume and, and activity back into the, the service department. Um, you still, the consumer still needs to pay for it. And we've got a great solution for that with the outdoors card. Customers can get six months deferred interest on purchases, one ninety nine and greater. Um, so, you know, helps that, um, that consumer break that up into payments that they can afford. Um, and especially if, you know, we're going into the holidays, you know, we're talking towards the end of the season, uh, family, Purchases might get a little more expensive. I know it does at my house with uh, with gifts and whatnot. So if I've got the ability to break up uh, payments on a on a service or a repair or even an upgrade, maybe I maybe it's time to to get some something fancy for my for my vehicle. I've got that solution at hand with the outdoors card. Yeah, we're not one to rush the seasons, but uh, yeah, you know, as you're thinking about newsletters and promotions and and uh, uh, sales promotions and things, not too early to to think about uh, weaving the the holidays in there. And I know we've we've woven in lots of metrics and research. Uh, it, if you could, Charles, uh, as we close out here, identify the the research source that that you've used for a lot of this podcast, if you would, please. Yeah. So, you know, we've mentioned it before, how much research Synchrony does, and it, it it's quite powerful. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the resources that we use and we typically are, are referring to is the InSync with consumers. Okay. Um, and that, the latest copy of that was July of 23. So, you know, data is quite fresh and, and, uh, you know, as we talk through these, these different touch points and, and, uh, you know, metrics from the research, um, I think it's neat to to see how fresh the data is too. We're always looking at, you know, staying on top of the trends and what's happening. We are going to stay on top of the trends with what's happening with uh, the next Power Sports Business Synchrony Insights Edition. That will come on the other side of Accelerate. We talked a little bit about, you know, the timing of that last one, when we should have it, you know, before the conference, after the conference. And I think we all agreed that 
it would be helpful and beneficial to show up at the conference, talk to dealers, listen to the chatter, the conversation, uh, you know, the pain points, the the challenges, the opportunities, and then fashion that final podcast based on some of those learnings. So I'm I'm looking forward to being together in Dallas and and then seeing what's going to come out of that to to shape the content for our last podcast conversation. I'm excited for the for the exact same thing, David. It's uh, anytime we can interact and and uh, you know face to face with a group, a broad group of dealers from around the country, and hear these things. Um, it, it's it's powerful, and it's how how we all get better. Uh, it's yeah. how we drive the industry that we love forward even further. Yeah, not only not only improve yourself, improve your organization in the entire industry. So. Could not think of a better place to leave it. Charles Smith, AVP of Sales for the Outdoor Space for Synchrony Financial. I've always enjoyed the conversations, enjoyed this one. Thanks for being along. Absolutely. Thank you for being along as well. We will see you in Dallas and we will see you next time. I'm David G for Power Sports Business Insider. See you next time. So long, everyone.